Hi everyone, it's Alex here. It's been, I think, almost a year since we started doing the Lorex, or at least since we started publishing it. We don't talk about how long it took us to publish the first few episodes. <laughs> uh, and because uh, Hirin and I are very bad at self-promotion, um, we've each tweeted once about the fact we're doing this podcast. This is just a little message to say, if you could just let people know about this podcast, that'd be great. Like, just show it one Only if person. you think it's good. Yeah, if you think, if, yeah, if you think it's bad, then well actually why not uh, so we've still we've got five reviews of five stars on spotify let's see if we can make it 10 and if it drops to 4.5 i don't care uh yeah no, no, no. we only want five star reviews <laughs> if feed one, the algorithm if each of you could just tell one other person get them to listen to one episode that's all we need really tell um, your wonderful nerd friends about our wonderful nerd podcast yeah we don't really do this for the analytics but it's nice yeah you know we love having these conversations and we love recording this show um but we also love, you know, you listening to it and enjoying it and um, taking stuff from it. Yeah. So if you like it, share it, tell your friends, bring them into the Lorax family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's it. We'll let, you, we'll, we'll let you crack on with the episode now. And uh, Merry Christmas and stuff. And happy holidays. And solstice and everything. Welcome to the Lorax, the podcast where two people who thought they were out of the game get dragged back into it <laughs> because they recorded a five-episode series on Warhammer, and now they're deep in the hole. <laughs> Victims of our own research. Yeah. In fact, I, uh, if you listened to the, the Dune episode on about the Fremen, I was getting notifications on my phone throughout that about eBay bids I was winning. <laughs> winning on buying Warhammer. Oh no. <laughs> so happy solstice. Uh whatever kind of winter festival you celebrate or don't. Happy days off from work. I mean that's always something to celebrate. Yeah. Um we don't have a full episode of well researched and well critiqued narrative for you this time. Yeah. Uh this is gonna be one of our little a little hearth side chats. Yeah. Um, where we're going to be talking about uh, some health issues that <laughs> recently afflicted both me and Alex. Look, you wanted Warhammer, you got more Warhammer. That's like <laughs> one of the few request, requests we've had is more Warhammer. So, um, you know, as both Alex and I acknowledged during our five episode arc on Warhammer 40,000, we are recovering addicts. Were. In, in in my case, yes, uh, we we both uh, have a history with Warhammer Warhammer mm. Forty Thousand, and just like being around drugs that you're trying not to do, uh, being this immersed in <laughs> the lore of Warhammer Forty Thousand, yeah. has caused some itches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to, uh, it it really is a it's an avalanche. It's it's. It's so hard, even for people who are who aren't. It's a weird sociological phenomena that hasn't doesn't grip people even as bad as like D and D does. Like, for, like I don't know if, if it's like for you, but getting people into D and D is a lot harder. I found, mm -hmm. like with Warhammer. To be granted, the people around me who've got into it are fucking nerds. Are nerds, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, I mean, we did our podcast episodes. Uh, and I I got some people listening to them and they invited me to their Warhammer group chat and I was like, look, I can't. <laughs> Originally I was like, I can't because I have really bad FOMO 
and I have disposable income, which is a bad, <laughs> bad combination. And they were like, and I was like, but all right, I'll go. Like they were like, oh, we're talking about the podcast. You're coming on, and I was like, all right, I'll join the group. And then for, I think I held out for about two months <laughs> with every now and again being like, oh yeah, that, mm, that towel model looks nice. And then it was just, and then it was one thing I was like, oh, I'll buy one. You're the guy who's just come out of rehab yeah. and then goes to a party and sees exactly everyone having fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was like, I'll just buy one. I'll buy one. I'll buy the nice model. And then that way, when I paint it, it will look nice on my shelf and I don't have to play and it. And I'll be finished. Yeah. I can just have this one line and then I can clean my room. Yeah. <laughs> and then my friends were saying, well, we're doing a game in January and it's going to happen January 2024. And I thought, yeah, I'll go. I'll buy a small amount of Warhammer and just see how it goes. If I yeah, don't, I'll just like, get one back. Yeah, it'll be fine. But I think it's it is a in isolation. I think it's diff- it's easier to 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 hold off. But I I bought a few things um, cheap off eBay. I started painting them. I was having trouble because I picked the, wor- the the hardest scheme imaginable without knowing. Every, then I was like, it's fine because I'll only be going up to Cambridge slash Peterborough every now and again to play a few games. Like maybe like. What, two or three times a year rest of the time it can sit in the cupboard and then people who live in london started getting into it and it really was for for this group of people now who i've played warhammer with a couple of times maybe three times now gonna be four or five soon it was a series of conversations over one weekend and going into one games workshop store <laughs> was this on a certain yeah group holiday yeah yeah, <sighs> yeah a bunch of 30 something guys all recovering plastic crackheads. Yeah. Uh, relapsing communally. Yes. <laughs> I have so far managed to resist the urge to fall back into it, but only by the skin of my teeth. <laughs> um, I, I'm waiting on some work and life uh, chapter changes that are coming up soon to so, so I can have the stability to support a plastic crack habit. Yeah. Um, because... Oh, I miss my Chaos Space Marines. <laughs> I am I am tempted to go up into my mum's attic and get my old guys out. Um but you know, before we we go into our kind of um go too deep into into our into our reasonings, maybe we should talk about yeah, what what's our factions? Yeah. Um it's interesting, I think, to talk about how you what you can kind of glean from people by what faction they choose. Mm-hmm. Some people get forced into choosing a faction because their friends play all the other factions, right? Or their older brother played one faction from a box set and yeah. they got the other box set. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, knew, I knew always when I was re- on the process towards relapsing that I was going to be buying Tau. Um, because... Weeb. Well, there is that. Yeah, there is a fact. There is a portion of that. Like, Mecha looked cool, right? Uh, And if I could, if I could buy a Mecha that doesn't just sit there, and I can actually play with it Mm -hmm. with a war, a war, like fight it with my friends, that's a lot better than just buying a a Gundam that sits on the shelf. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, Um, by no means disparagement on those who collect uh, Gundam. and they just they got cool aesthetic. I'm a, I'm I'm such a stickler for very like sleek and modern aesthetic style stuff. Also, you don't have to feel too bad about there playing is that. as the Tau. There is that. They there are that. arguably the least evil faction. Yeah, and see our episode on the Tau for for that, and also why how Mr. James Workshop has been trying to uh, retcon it. Yeah. Um, yes, there is that. Definitely the 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 most uh, consciously friendly, I guess, uh, faction. That just happens to look cool. 
if, as long as you, you as long as you, you know you vibe out with the collectivist aspect of it I'm slightly disappointed they haven't got more um auxiliary auxiliary aliens in the in the faction but the new codex the new rules and is coming out in spring and hopefully they new models yeah usually that comes with a new model um i'm hoping it'll either be better models for the crew or a whole new speed a whole new alien space species bears, space, space bears space bears <laughs> floating bears. space bears would be great <laughs> so a floating space bear would look great on the table um but yeah and like it's interesting because uh, I, ch- I chose Town knowing that in this edition of Warhammer they were crap. At least when it first came out, they were really bad. Um, some people choose viability, and I was I went with vibes, but because um, I always knew I was going to get them. Um, but yeah, it, it, apart from having issues painting a white color scheme, uh, I, I really like the models. Uh, I think they look cool. And but the problem is now is that now I've got about. 1800 points of tau thereabouts um and i'm done now i am done sure i am yeah, done i'm done I'm yeah those days are behind me done with tau at least <laughs> at least uh, i just gotta win a battle first and then <laughs> i'm now going well i've got a ranged army and orcs are cool <laughs> if you collected orcs i could maybe help convert some vehicles there we because go i don't want to collect orcs but I do want to make an orc vehicle. <laughs> um, I love making conversions. Uh, which is why... You which, know. which is partly why I've, I've chosen the army that I chose. Um, so when I used to collect 40k as, as a ute, I first collected Tyranids um, because I love the kind of biological... We had that in common. We both, we both uh, had Tyranids first. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I realised that actually in terms of playstyle... I much prefer uh, the Chaos Space Marines because that kind of that more elite, compact army, um, rather than a kind of horde, also makes it easier to collect and paint. Yes. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I was a goth kid. I like the spikes <laughs> and the skulls. Yeah. There is absolutely no fucking way that I'm going to play an Imperium faction yeah. just because of my inherent distaste for imperialism fascism authority no shade on any of our friends who collect imperial factions yeah yeah, yeah. um it's just not my vibe yeah it's 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 yeah i mean it likes i like to say it's my problem not theirs yeah absolutely uh um and also you know how much people want to engage with certain aspects of the law that mean stuff to them yeah. and and not because at the end of the day it's a made-up hobby oh yeah so you know, people in- should engage with it the way they want to, unless you're a fascist, in which case you should fuck off. <laughs> um, so I uh, I want to get back into Chaos Space Marines, uh, partly because uh, I would love to go back into my mum's attic, strip the paint off some of those old models, repaint them. Um, and Chaos has that kind of... It has that kind of elite vibe of the Space Marines, mm. but more interesting you know yeah it, it, you can you can play with the models you can give them mutations you can uh you know they they have this less kind of orthodox and uniform look mm. but at the same time i think partly as a product of our conversations about chaos for that episode i didn't feel like devoting my chaos space marines to any particular god yeah now, as I've said many times on this show before, personally, 
if I had to pick one, Slanesh all the way. <laughs> um, but at the same time, what I really like is the idea of almost unaligned Chaos Space Marines. Mm -hmm. So I've come up with an idea for a custom legion who are called the Void Watchers. And their story is basically that they they went along with uh, um, Horus's. Uh, they, they they agreed they they identified with Horus's assertion that the the emperor was uh, a, a, an autocrat and a liar and mm -hmm. um, you know using people to to further his own ends. Yeah. But they also didn't align with the idea of the answer being a replacement emperor in the form of Horus. Yeah. And they didn't uh, align with the idea of devoting themselves as slaves to another set of powers, like the, the ruinous powers. Yeah. And so looking for some sense of purpose in this moral cesspit vacuum of an Imperium and, and, and a galaxy, they turned outwards to the Abyss. And in doing so, made their souls slightly permeable and perhaps vulnerable to the influences of the Chaos Gods, mm. but unbeknownst to them. Yeah. So they, they, they do have some of the rage of Korn and the resilience of Nurgle and the curiosity of Zinch and the, the yearning of Slanesh. But those are things that, that permeate and colour their worldview as opposed to ideological kind of named devotions. And so their color scheme is going to be kind of lots of uh, kind of a, a blacks and dark blues and dark purples and, and dark turquoises. So kind of um, almost a, a kind of um, uh, an emo version of uh, kind of galaxy girl stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, almost as if they're a reflection of the eye of terror mm -hmm. themselves. Yeah. Which I think would be fun. Yeah, I think the chaos is is great in, and you could even say malleable, um, <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff in the lore. There are a lot of chaos space there's a lot of named characters in the lore who are uh, ambivalent to the idea of the chaos gods. You have, mm. um, I think it was Fabius Bile who, uh, no, it wasn't Fabius Bile. It was um, the word bearers uh, Erebus. Mm. Um, no, it wasn't. I'm gonna have to cut this up. Anyway, uh, a, a famously Abaddon um, mm. doesn't uh, like the Chaos Gods. Yeah, despite being blessed by all four of them, yeah. has nothing but disdain for them. Yeah, doesn't he sees like them. Muling pups, yeah. bickering children. Yeah, uh, Huron Blackheart. Huron who's Blackheart, basically a yeah. space pirate. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's very cool, actually. Very cool. Um, yeah, and there is. I, I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's Fabius Bar. Um, uh, who, or at least there's a named chaos character who uh, basically flat out denies the existence of, I think it's Slanesh, um, when Slanesh is talking to him. And it's just like, you're not there, you don't exist, you're like your um, f space phenomena that doesn't have a, a soul, even though the god is literally talking to him or trying to influence him. Well, if, if it was Slanesh, then it could well be Fabius Bile, because yeah. he's uh, an emperor's child. Yeah, I think it might be Fabius Bile. Also, you know, Fabius Bile is the epitome of that. Um, Scientist who believes their science is apolitical. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I just want to do my research. I yeah, don't care yeah. what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Although, yeah. So on the subject of Slanesh, 
I am going to have some fucking noise marines, though. Yes. Um, because there there it, could be new models. In Warhammer, as in Pokemon, I am a sucker for anything that uses sound as an attack. <laughs> um, I don't know whether that's my tinnitus speaking or whether that's the origin of my tinnitus speaking. <laughs> yeah. But Neuvern, uh, Exploud, they're always in my Pokemon team. Um, and noise marines. I, I want a Sonic Dreadnought. I want, yes, that'd be very like, cool. I just, I love it. Um but then I don't want to lean too much into Slanesh, so I'm going to try and balance it a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, for example, I want to get a detachment of of, um, of knights, so of, of kind of small titans. You can have two or three, I think, on a, mm. in a Chaos Space Marine army. So, for any non-Warhammer heads who are still listening, <laughs> these are like giant walking vehicles um, that are not the size of buildings like the big titans are, yeah. but they're bigger than a, a dreadnought. So they're probably... What thirty feet tall or something? Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, they can be configured in various uh, various combinations of weapons and stuff. Mm. So I'm gonna have one that's got this kind of giant wolf skull on the on the for a head and these claws and chain swords and stuff, um, and another one with goggly lens eyes and you know a machine gun and a giant melter thing. And I just I really I w- I want to lean into. Maybe the you know the, the the carnivore the close combat one maybe maybe the the driver of that is a devotee of corn yeah but not in a kind of symbolized and like explicit way but like they they have been influenced more by the rage of corn. It's it's interesting because um, I think I prefer chaos knights to imperial knights as a as a law faction as well because it it actually in a weird way ties together with what I enjoy about the Tau because it's mecha still yeah. They're walkers. They're mecha. Yeah. They're like more Western things. I'm like more like mech warrior and things like that rather, rather than, than Gundam. Gundam. But they're two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. And what I like about the chaos side of it is the that body horror aspect of like people who are one because the people who pilot knights they're like connected up cerebrally and things like that. And then they can take off their hat and go yeah. to, go home to their family. Yeah, and yeah. Tea. But in, in some ways, the imperial, the ones who operate the imperial walkers and knights and the titans um, are kind of subsumed into the machine. But the chaos ones, a lot of them are, the, like they are the machine. Like yeah. their body is suffused to the me- the metal and things like that. And some of them are able to get out and walk out afterwards. But like you know, I really like that full on connection and things. That, that kind of dissolution of the barrier between yeah. like what 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 makes a person. There is actually something else. like that in Tau as well because the Ghost Keel, which is objectively the most the coolest looking Tau model, um, it's very Quick well. It's not very new, but it is it's the be- best looking um, uh, uh, battle suit. So the Ghost Keel is um, if anyone's played Titanfall, it's basically Titanfall. They're like uh, equipped with because the Tau are one of the few factions that have AI. Uh, and Ghost Keel battle suits are equipped with onboard AI. Which interface with the pilot? Oh, because the Imperium banned all AI after the robot uprising. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the Tau use AI, and the Ghost Keel has an AI um, assistant pilot, and it's um, in the law they have a thing where Ghost Keel pilots are seen as a bit weird because they operate behind enemy lines at like months at a time because these these are stealth suits, even though they're like fifteen feet tall. Um, but they're seen as weird because they like form relationships with the AI in the in their in their mech. And so, like they, uh, you know, they talk to their mech or things. That's like that. very Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, which is very cool. And you get that. Um, it's more. It's just more interesting than man moving joysticks. Yes. Yeah. One thing I um, I'm gonna 
probably have to expand my army with because of how it makes sense to play the game these days um, <laughs> is, but also it could be a fun little bit of lore and bit of kind of painting and customization is some cultists as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, these are in a very elite, a power armored faction. Uh, these are the, the scrubs, the, <laughs> the meat shields. Yeah. The, uh, the dweebs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily have to have them. I think that like, if you're going, yeah, with big big walkers and stuff, like I, the thing is, like I think you can get caught up in lore when you're looking at tabletop stuff. I mean, I I ended up, I think I started, I was like, I just want battle suits, and then I bought some crew. I bought the crew Farstalkers, which are the kill team version, like a special unit for a different a side game in 40k, but they look more unique mm-hmm. and they just look fucking sick. And I was like, I really like these crew. So I, then I bought some more crew on e- off eBay for cheap because there's loads of them about and people don't like them. And then painting them, I was like, this, these are so much more fun to paint. Um, I do like the tower infantry, but there's just lots of flat panels and little bits that you can mess up with crew. You just slap on the paint. <laughs> and because they're mostly skin, it just looks more natural. And they just look cool, but they're absolutely dog shit on the, t- on the table. But I don't care. You know, that's just how it goes. And you can play what you want, and that's what I like about it as well. Because the, yeah. the, you know, Also, because we're not getting back into the hobby to go to tournaments and yeah. win prizes and shit. Yeah. We're going to be playing with our friends. Yeah, I'm so. three for three. I've lost all three of my games. So <laughs> but that's mostly because... Oh, so you're 0 for 3. Yeah, 3 for 3 in losses. <laughs> I'm just looking at it positively. Um, but that's like, you know, that's just how dyspraxia in a game that revolves around remembering all the rules for all your different units uh, works. <laughs> nobody, how many times I can't I can't count when I was playing the game and I go I do my turn, sit down and look at my index card which describes what the unit can do and go ah oh, fuck <laughs> like, I forgot about oh he could have done that and that oh and that thing as well and then like oh actually I didn't fire that gun <laughs> you know mm-hmm. these kinds of things which comes to with playing but like so many times I was like oh it'd be helpful if I remembered the rules. For my army it is a very exciting game to play though that's the problem there's a lot of stuff going on and also something that i think um because i i never quite got out of the hobby <laughs> you know i've been you know watching, well, we, we, watching games and reading about it and stuff yeah something that it seems like and i think this is mainly driven by the space marine faction but it's kind of crept over into a lot of other factions is that a lot of shit has a lot of guns on it now yeah yeah it you know it used to be that an impressive tank was a land raider and it had two twin link glass cannons a twin link heavy bolter and a pintle mounted head, uh, yeah, storm yeah. bolter now that's that's chump shit you know you've got you know reasonably heavy vehicles that have a laundry list of weapons yeah. all with different attack profiles and like you know what they're good at and ranges and special rules and mm. stuff so yeah it does sound like a bit of a handful it is interesting to uh to be in the position where you know stuff about the law, or you know a lot about the law, because although, yeah, we say we were out, we weren't really out. I mean, I hadn't played Warhammer since I was in my late teens. For um, me, even earlier. And then uh, I sold all my models, but I was still reading the books, and I used to write Warhammer fan fiction when I was when I was younger. That's how I how I got better at writing was writing Warhammer 40k fan fiction. First first book i ever wrote first book first novella i ever wrote was posted on the old black library thank god they're gone the old <laughs> the old black library forums which was um games workshops um online forum where people posted fan fiction is there an extant version it's gone it's scrubbed from the internet thank christ is it scrubbed from all your records yeah yeah 
It's all gone. It's all gone. I remember what it was about, but... I have a confession to make. I wrote one piece of Warhammer 40,000 fanfic when I was a kid. So I'm I'm in I'm on the Black Library forums or no uh, no no I never uploaded it anywhere I was not computer literate enough as a kid yeah this would have been when I was like it it was not it wasn't even a novella it was like a short story yeah I was I was probably about twelve or something so as long as um but I remember it what did it, I think it revolved around some sisters of battle fighting some orcs and getting rescued by some Cadians. Um, I remember there, there was the, the... I remember the phrase, the prompt arrival of some Cadian guard. <laughs> um, that's that's the, that's the image I have. And that, some, something happens with a melter gun. <laughs> um, yeah. I, ah, I need to... I, I'm sure that any... There might be a physical extant copy somewhere in my mum's attic, but I doubt it. But yeah. I think any digital copy is long gone. Yeah. Well, the one, the one that I finished, I can't remember what it was called, actually. I think it was about fifty or 60,000 words, so it wasn't small. Um, it was bad, though. Uh, <laughs> it, was about, uh, in- it was about Inquisitors. It was about a trainee Inquisitor. Um, oh, I think you have told me about this. Uh, yeah. Who like arrives on a planet, and there's like a chaos conspiracy, and it revels around him. Um, and then... Oh no, I didn't finish that one. The one I did finish was basically Devil May Cry, but in 40k. It was about another Inquisitor who had a demon in a sword, and like the demon gave him powers. <laughs> and I mean, he... Abaddon the Spoiler has a demon in well, a sword. Well, there's a, there's a, I can't I mean, I mean loads, of, loads of people have demons I in I can't swords. remember, there's an order okay. of Inquisitors, and this is what I got it from. There's an order of Inquisitors, a band order, um, a renegade order, whose whole thing is that they want to use cha- a demon chaos and alien weaponry for the Imperium, mm-hmm. and they're renegades. And that was the point. He was a renegade inquisitor who had a demon in his sword, and and basically he'd like kicked loads of ass. And that was the that was the point of the story. So metal. <laughs> <laughs> it was so it was so like shonen power fantasy. It was very Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> like he 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 beat one enemy, and then he then he'd meet a stronger one, and then he gets stronger to beat the you know that mm, horrible power. Mm, mm, mm. But anyway, my point being. We were never out. <laughs> I didn't play the yeah. game yet. I well, wrote that, that's why you know when people talk about addiction, you never talk about the addiction being over. Yeah, You're just yeah, yeah. temporarily in remission. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and actually, I was talking. There's a conversation on the group chat with my friends from home about this. Um, one of my friends, his, let's say, I wouldn't say he's trying to get his daughter into 40k, but he's sort of. Uh, operate it, putting it around her in terms of like, oh, would you like to play some 40k? <laughs> uh, and she seems she's she's getting into it. It's really nice to see them bonding over nice. it. But like, um, there was a conversation in the chat about how the um, she likes Dark Eldar, um, which I, I joke means that there's at least the number of Dark Eldar players has probably doubled now. Um, <laughs> and he was saying it's really difficult because she's getting into the lore. So yeah, there's some there's some topics there that are going to require some conversations, definitely. Yeah. But like at least it's she's not like crazy young, so that like they might be like way out of, of yeah. appropriateness. Yeah. Um, it's just I t- think it's gonna it's gonna take some parenting. It's tough to talk about any lore of, about the Dark Elder. I think he said this um, without <laughs> saying the word orgy. <laughs> <laughs> There's not like you, the word is is hovering around every topic about the Dark Elder. It's just waiting for its chance to pop in. Yeah, orgy, sadomasochism. Much like many people at orgies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. But like, you know, I, I also fully, I fully get the, um, the appeal of like the kind of dark, transgressive, edgy faction. I, you're talking to a fucking chaos player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. It is interesting seeing people pick their factions as well because. Yeah. I mean, we had a conversation with one of our friends when he was re- <laughs> relapsing. Yeah. Um. About. I think, uh, you know, what what fac- uh, what factions he might enjoy in terms of play style and lore, um, and he ended up picking Space Wolves. Yes. Um, so, you know, an, an Imperial Space Marine faction, but n- like not one of the like one of the more interesting ones. Yeah, Space Vikings. Yeah, Space Vikings, who have kind of something of an independent moral compass alongside their loyalty to yeah. the Emperor, as opposed to, you know, it. I know I've banged this drum before, but as long as it's not ultramarines, yeah, okay. <laughs> they're, they're anti, they're anti-authority. Yeah, weirdly, anti-authority, but loyal to the emperor because he he beat their primarch in a fight. Yeah, because he's Odin, basically. Yeah. It's very yeah. It's it's one of those weird ones. Yeah, like I I I pro- my 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 red flag. My problematic thing is that I'm also all things green. Um, like I keep looking at salamanders. Um, but then I'm just I'm still like ah, I still end up playing Space Marines anyway. I'd really like the Salamanders law. I think they're a really good faction. The only mm-hmm. arguably good faction in in the Space Marines, uh, the ones who will disobey orders to save civilians, civilians. Yeah. will act in lots of law examples will actively antagonize or block other Space Marine factions from doing anything that would harm civilians. Like their Primarch's a good guy, um, you know. Uh, problematic things about him being a, a Caucasian man with black skin aside again go back to those early episodes for the context on that yeah yeah um, yeah but they, I, they just I, also I just love the idea of having an army that's full of guys with flamethrowers yeah right and just being nothing but flamethrowers I would just do that I wouldn't I'd sort having any other kind of weaponry you're just, never rolling to hit ever yeah. again <laughs> <laughs> yeah just what well, I don't care just set everything on fire Oh, that's an interesting question. If I had to collect an imperial faction, gonna, yeah. what would I collect? Humpty Tumpty Tum. <laughs> it would. It definitely wouldn't be Imperial Guard. Yeah. Um. Because a. Too many miniatures. Yes. B. They're just toy soldiers. Yeah. It's like, why would you do that? Um, I mean, I get, I get, I do get the appeal of people who are like, you know, you have that connection with them. Yeah, but I and get, the kind of, oh, it's a combined arms detachment. <laughs> I get it. I don't. Get there's a, a reason. There's a reason why you know people fucking choose Death Corps Corps of Creed. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Um, if I had to collect an Imperial faction, would it be? Oh, it might be, Admech, Adeptus Admech, Mechanicus. Yeah. Uh, the weird. Body replacing hey, no, cyborg robot priests. There's no reason why you couldn't have Dark Mechanicus on you with your with your Chaos Marines. I mean, I've already got Dark uh, like Chaos Knights, but I think mm, don't tempt me. <laughs> Here we go. No, 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 no. I, I'm gonna. I need. I need to compartmentalize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So we're recording this at a point where I don't have uh, access to my ADHD medication because of a nationwide shortage. So I'm really struggling to keep on task. Um, I think it probably would be a Adeptus Mechanicus. Yeah. Um, like, 
I because because they have that weird body horror aspect of mm. like the tech priests and the skitari with their kind of mostly yeah. replaced bodies, and they we were talking about Mecha. They have these giant robot like assistants fighting yeah, machines yeah, yeah. and stuff. What if you had to pick a Space Marine chapter? Okay, if I had to pick a loyalist Space Marine faction, so we've already said fuck the Ultramarines. <laughs> um. <laughs> Space wolves are cool, although um, our friend is already collecting them. And also, I've, I mean, Vikings are cool. I don't think they're for me. Yeah. Um, salamanders again, cool law wise. Um, but I, I think we can, we can, we can move further from that. White scars. Uh, I don't like. The idea of painting a whole army white yeah, and red. I feel that. I like having <laughs> I feel seen having seen your struggles <laughs> painting your tower in white armor. Um also I'm not sure I'm a bike guy. Yeah, there are a lot of bikes. As in, um I think that playstyle seems really cool. I don't think it's my playstyle. Yeah. Um The Imperial Fists, uh I don't the most centrist of <laughs> I don't like Rogel Dawn. <laughs> I don't. I, I. They seem very like static. So Missionary position for, for the sake of procreation. <clears throat> the chapter. <laughs> um. So we've got we've got the blood angels. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe blood angels. Uh, who are we miss? Dark angels. Dark. A- oh, okay. It would be dark angels. Yeah. It'd be dark angels. All that medieval night shit. And the fallen and all yeah, that. the fallen and and the the watchers in the dark. Those yeah, little, little jawas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and like all of that heraldry could be really fun to paint. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it would probably be dark angels. Mm. Um, not Ravenwing again because I don't think that hit and run thing is for me. Yeah. Um, but like, also dark green is a nice color. It's that like I don't know. I've had because I actually use the Dark Angels green for my towel as the accent color, um, and I have I I, I palette swap um, for some of the units. Some of them are green with white. I actually have found it really difficult to paint. Interesting. I I seem to be the only one, but like I've had to I have to paint like multiple thin layers to get it to look like a solid color and not have like brush strokes on it. But, I think that's how you're meant to paint. Eh? Well, yes, but I mean like usually it's two thin coats, but <laughs> oh, okay. I'm ending up with like four okay. just to get it looking smooth. So it's probably a skill issue. But that's the way it goes. Um, but yes, uh, fun fact about the Ultramarines, which uh, I shared with you. They fucking suck. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'll leave Sometimes when I'm I'm a very boring man in that um, if I can't sleep and if I'm not reading Marxist literature, then <laughs> then I mean, Das Kapital is probably a great way to get to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that book is dense. <laughs> um, <laughs> Then I, what I will do is I'll go on. I'll look at look up random things on Wikipedia, and if I'm not looking at random things on Wikipedia, I'm looking up things on Lexicanum, which is the Warhammer Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm um, guilty of that as well. Yeah, I I'm re- reading last, it until I fall asleep. Last night in bed, I was reading about Corvus Pattern Power Armor, <laughs> like a fucking nerd. Oh, uh, bonding yeah. studs. Well, it's, a good thing, it's a good thing we found each other. Um, so I was reading about uh, Rabute Guleman, the Primarch of the of the Ultramarines, mm-hmm. and the, there was a the, note, the, the, the like Caesar haircut, yeah, Zuckerberg dickhead. And there was a note at the bottom um, because you know they brought him back. Spoilers, uh, the worst one to bring back. Uh, 
And in the trivia bit, they were like, where's his name come from? And they were like, oh, we thought they originally it was thought that his name was based on Robert something Gilliman, who was a an, an 80s street artist who used a lot of acrylic paint. And that would make sense. But then in the, then they were like, actually, Rick Priestley, one of the guys behind 40K, said that he wanted to uh, he liked the name because it sounded like a um, West Indies indigenous revolutionary um, against the French, um, possibly Haitian. And it's kind of like, OK, yeah why is he white (laughs) why why is he yeah white and like roman coded yeah uh and and actively an imperialist yeah if you're naming him after an anti-imperialist i feel like that's just one of the things where like that's that's a fucking retcon yeah Yeah. they were like that's a cool name and then they were like oh we've he's the ultramarines and it's got the ult the u the Mm -hmm. symbol so like oh we have to go greek roman with it and now we've got a guy whose name isn't like you know marcus vipsanius bollocks or whatever you know yeah so yeah, that's a little fun fact about the Ultramarines. Wow, um, this will save us having to do an episode about all, every. I mean, maybe we're gonna. There's a lot of demand for forty more forty k episodes, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending <laughs> on how we want to look at it. I mean, there's always more to always <laughs> more to talk about. An episode per chapter. Um, all, none of the Primark, not none of the loyalist Primarchs are particularly cool anyway. So, the Jagatai Khan's pretty cool. Vulcans. Sanguinius like, is relatively interesting. Just... It's got a bit of a Cassandra vibe. You know, yeah. the, the kind of gift of prophecy, yeah. but it's a curse. That's my thing with the Blood Angels, is that I just, they're just like, oh, oh perfect, um, sexy, uh, like, blonde angel man died, and now we're really sad about True, it. True, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, but, oh, get over it. But also, we're kind of vampires as well. Yeah. It's like, we're vampires, we're angels, it's like... Yeah. I, I get it, deviant art. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, boycott deviant art. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. For reasons, um, but yeah, I think yeah. If I had to play a loyalist faction, a loyalist space marine faction, mm. it would be Dark Angels. If I had to play a loyalist imperial faction in general, Admech. Admech, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is that the new space marine models are not cool, but they're just better. Yeah, well. like and the and the loyalist space marines, you know, the Primaris space marines are cool models. They have. You know, great poses and scale. Um, so I get the appeal. Yeah. I just... I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting to know that a couple of people that we've... That, uh, who are now playing have bought armies based on the po- on our podcast. On listening to our podcast. Or Does that mean we're influencers? I, maybe. I mean, or, or alternatively, they picked a faction and listened to our episode about it. Um uh, picked a faction based on how good they are, and then like, <laughs> let's see if I like the law. But I this this is something that I'm going to have to deal with if and when I if and when <laughs> when I get an army back together. We'll get there. Um, first comes the the meths and the toothbrush to get the paint off the old models because I don't want to be spending money on models and ruining them with a bad paint job. Yes, that is an, that is the. The other thing as well is getting them to the tabletop. Like, yeah. I, to be fair, I I found I thought I would hate painting. I thought I I thought the painting would be the biggest problem for me. In fact, um, because I am now a uh, early thirties man who has patience, and uh, not a teenager who's just like, um, I've got come to really enjoy painting. Uh, I fucking hate assembling. I really don't like assembling. Oh, see, I really loved assembling when I was younger because like it would be like choosing their pose and their like well for me assembly was just parts. like how many fingers am i going to get stuck with, <laughs> together with super glue but so i hate assembly so like 
a good a, yeah the scaly fingertips he is yeah, yeah so a good like 70 percent, or at least two-thirds of my army is now bought off ebay and then painted because i'm not too fast on posing uh and i just that bit is just like piece after piece <sighs> i i need to get into my mom's attic I, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling the itch too bad it probably wasn't a good idea to do this <laughs> well it's just before christmas a couple of weeks off I yeah, yeah get some paints in yeah Finally, maybe get my meds in. Just have an evening of me in some Chaos Space Marines. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe we'll add you to the group chat at the last moment. Yeah, I've re- so I've I've resisted, and it was a good idea. Alex has really respected that, and I respect <laughs> and I thank him for that. You were the only person who I asked. Everyone else, I was just checked in. Um, I have resisted joining the Plastic Crackheads group chat because I know I know how powerful the pull is, <laughs> and. I know that I just need to be a little bit patient, yeah. wait for my life to line up, yeah. and then, it, if, it, then the ruinous powers. It affects everything, right? Because you're in the group chat, people are sending you Instagram reels, uh, videos about Warhammer or TikToks. You click those, and the algorithm picks you up on the other end. So then your uh, daily browsing of social media turns into Warhammer yeah. because the algorithm picks you up on it. But, you know, we'll get you there. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming for you. Uh, you know, Tau and Eldar <laughs> and Space Wolves and all of you guys, uh, you won't know what hits you when the War Dog Carnivore re-rolls its charge and gets 18 attacks. If you remember. <laughs> I, but rules lawyering is something that I'm actually really pretty good at, actually. Um, as someone who DMs the D&D game I play in, yeah. should know. Um, one little coda before we wrap up uh, for this lovely, festive, cosy mm. episode. Um, we have a little bit of news. James Workshop confirmed real. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. So I don't know whether we wished this guy into existence. I think, it, I think it's something that has ha- existed before the show, but <laughs> it happened here in isolation. Um, so <clears throat> uh, the Warhammer community uh, page... Uh, put out a post uh, on the 7th of December tw- 2023. Um, just, you know, talking about admin around shipping dates and stuff, but it says, uh, Christmas 2023 shipping dates. James Workshop is here with all you need to know. So, we're not crazy or mispronouncing things. No. It's law. It's he canon. It's real. But with that, I think get back to your painting. Yeah, you have just enough time to... In fact, after Christmas, a fantastic time to start stalking eBay for all those unwanted uh, 40k presents. <laughs> oh, this is going to be torture. All right, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Solstice, uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, and if you want to give us a Christmas present, share. Like, yes. retweet, reblog, <laughs> five star. <laughs> Give your friends and family the gift of the Lorax. Yeah. <laughs> Share a link with your family this Christmas. <laughs> Ruin the sci-fi they love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bye-bye, sweetnesses. See, See you in the new year. Bye.